I think there's always when you teach players the look for their shots and their opportunities of when they can go for something, and you have to understand when you're protected uh, within a call. I think is understanding the question that you're getting to, and there's times for that, you know. But obviously, if they're and this is all through film prep, understanding the game plan, we talk about when those opportunities show. Um, but there's some games that applies, but not always, not in every situation, not every game, every week, that doesn't always apply. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the explosive plays that the 49ers were able uh, to put up, is it an issue of not knowing when to take your shots, or when you attribute most of them? I would say collectively is, you know, continue us got to continue to help them, help our guys with coaching those small details better of what we have to do schematically to be better so those things don't happen. All right, and helping those guys understand and obviously just execute better. It goes all the way around um, uh, for those things to go and get fixed. You know, so um, the big explosive plays obviously has a big, been a big talking point for us. It's, it's been that way. Uh, it's unfortunate that those happen, but we just continue to work to make the corrections uh, collectively in the meeting room. Mike Jackson ended up playing part of it in that game. What you think of the way he played? Uh, he competed on a couple third, third down throws. You know, um, yeah, you know, maybe one or two plays he'd like to take back, but otherwise he did a nice job, competed well. Um, you know, what we expect him to be consistent is what he's always been for us. How's Jamal Adams right now? Uh, Jamal's just, he's still working back to get himself healthy. You know, I'm not sitting here saying that he's injured. I don't speak to that. That's coach's uh, place. But I think there's always, as guys come back from things, you know, they work their way back from injury. You got to understand it takes time. You know, sometimes it happens sooner than others. And uh, But I think all those things, you have to be patient with that process as guys work their way back. You know, so I think obviously it's, you know, Time continues to go on. He's going to get better and feel better and work his way on back. So um, he's been healthy enough to play, but obviously he's still he's still working through some things. His blitz numbers are down. Has there been a combination of reasons for that? Is there a reason he's not as in the line? No, I think you know a lot of things that as that stuff goes, it's uh again working with him as he's starting to work his way in this groove back into stuff, you know, playing and whatnot. I mean, he's been battling his butt off to get back out there with us. And like I said, I've said numerous times, it's been awesome to have him. Uh, but that doesn't mean, you know, a guy's going to be a thousand percent where he was, you know, pre, you know, any injury or whatnot that he's been working back from that he's back to being his original self. So I think you, those things take time. And as you put guys in certain situations to do things, you got to have an understanding of that, obviously coaching them too. Uh, Reek Wolin, what do you kind of thought of his, his play last uh, There's some aspects of his game that have gotten better. Others that we just got to continue to improve upon, and that starts with us coaching him and making sure he understands exactly how he needs to do it and, and getting that level of consistency. Still a young player, his second year in the league, uh, and has done a lot of good things, but there's still a lot of room in his game for him to continue to grow. When you look at this offense that the Eagles are going to run, Jared Reed said it's a game you just have to do right longer. How do you look at this compared to the last three weeks? Uh, different style of uh, game. You know, there's a lot more, uh, the previous weeks that we had a lot more pre-snap motions and things like that that can get your eyes going in different directions. Um, but with uh, Philadelphia, it's not so much that. But they definitely have outstanding talent. You know, the quarterback is a stud of a player, great competitor, uh, strong, physical, can make all the throws. Obviously, they're very dynamic at the skill spots with the wide receivers and backs and the O-line. Uh, I work with their offensive line coach for a number of years in Miami, Jeff Stoutland, so I, I hold him in high regard. Um, 
they're really well coached all the way around and play really, really well together collectively as a unit. So it, it is, it requires you, they don't do a lot, but what they do do, they execute at a high level. And so it challenges you to make sure you have to do the same thing. You got to be consistent with playing your technique on fundamentals, leveraging the football, understanding fits, you know, because they can spread you out and challenge you some ways schematically that other people don't. They do it in a different kind of way uh, to make it more of a space game. What is the one aspect you're emphasizing to turn this around? Uh, biggest thing always, always is all about tackling. You know, that's the number one thing that you have to do to go and eliminate explosives, get people on the ground. That's one. Two, got to take the ball away. You know, they got to be able to do that to create extra opportunities for the offense, flip field position. Uh, those are always things that's fundamental to, um, you know, our foundation, how we want to play football, what Pete believes in. In the modern NFL, how do you, how do you emphasize tackling when you can't bring guys to the ground without injuring them? Yeah, that's the that's the big challenge now. You know, it's if you take into account um, training camp. Training camp, I believe you get a max of seven padded practices. It could be a little higher, but no one in the league goes past that. And then you get into the season, I believe you have 12 weeks that you can have one day of padded practices. So you mean for 365 days that you're looking at roughly 20 some odd days that you can put on pads and physically strike people, put people on the ground, things like that. And so it does, it makes it hard to get better in that aspect of the game uh, when it's like that, but you can't complain about it. Everybody's got to play by the same rules. You have to adjust and adapt accordingly. Uh, the next challenge that's coming up is they're probably going to take the hip drop tackle out of football, you know, things of that nature. So you have to understand the ball carriers are getting more talented. It's getting harder to tackle some of these guys. You got to continue to find ways and evolve to help yourself have a fighting chance. It's a challenge. You mentioned the hip drop. That's yet another rule for the offense. Mm. How do you do your job? In the modern NFL, seriously, how do you coach players not to illegal contact five yards beyond the line, or to not strike a quarterback above the chest or below the waist? How do you actually enforce that, coach that? Yeah, right now, they, the, there's so many protection rules for the quarterback now, it's not even worth going for the hits. As fast as the game is going, when I say that, you make it more of an emphasis to go for the ball. Almost forget the tackle. If the ball is within your sight and you can get it to poke an elbow and get after that, you do a better job of going after the ball. Because if you tackle the football, then you don't get caught with, we call it burping the quarterback, landing on the quarterback, and not, you know, swiping down on his head, and then they get automatic 15 for illegal contact above head and neck. There's so many things that they're protected on now. You just got to work around that circumvent and say, okay, how do I still get my job done where I'm not hurting my team? but helping my team as well. And it's really, you just got to go attack the football. So now instead of the target of a man saying, we're going to attack, attack this small object. So there's a lot of room for error that, for that too. I mean, you just got to continue to evolve and change with the rules of it. I'm still waiting for them to have a rule to make the offense have to adapt and change their game and not put it on the defense all the time. So that'd be really nice if that could happen soon. What did you say the rule is like in season with tackling? Yeah, you, well, it's not so much about tackling, but it's, uh, you have 12 padded practices. I could be off by one or two on that. So, but I know it's not 16 or 17 weeks of the season, but it's like 12 weeks of where you can have one padded practice per week. So it's not like you get a ton of time to do that. Where like in college, you got you had a ton of time to work on that stuff. You got young kids. When you get to the NFL, that's a hard skill to continue to develop and train because of the lack of padded time. So you guys are in pads on Wednesday or Thursday, I guess this week, but. <laughs> You thud, like you'll thud up the ball carriers in practice, but you can't take anybody to the ground because you got to keep your team healthy to play on Sundays. How did, how did not having the winner's moon basically for most of the game kind of change things? 
you know, anytime you lose talented football players, you got to adapt and adjust with maybe how you call things and where you put guys at to get things done. So you just adjust on the run. Appreciate everybody. Thank you.